Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Is our climate changing? Recently, I got an email from a friend in California. She wrote, Hi, Bob. I am a climate change skeptic. Actually, I find it quite arrogant of mankind to think that any puny effort on their part can alter God's creation. I thought you might enjoy this article on the subject, Food for Thought, Delete if not interested, your friend and sister in Christ from California, the land of fruits and nuts. Oh, and electric cars. <coughs> the condensed version of the long article she sent is that the latest heat wave is being caused by an underwater volcano in the vicinity of the island of Tonga in the South Pacific. Volcanoes can cause changes in climate due primarily to the ash partially blocking the sun. With this eruption, there was little ash escaping to the atmosphere due to it occurring underwater. And instead, a huge amount of water vapor was released, comprising as much as 10% of the water in the atmosphere. Many scientists say this phenomenon, combined with the oceans moving away from La Nina to El Nino, are raising the temperature of the Pacific, which in turn creates much of our weather. I was hard-pressed to find anything on Google that denied that climate change is occurring. I did find the following. Quote, whether most scientists outside climatology believe that global warming is happening is less relevant than whether the climate climatologists do. A letter signed by over 50 leading members of the American Meteorological Society warned about the pol policies promoted by environmental pressure groups. The policy initiatives derive from highly uncertain scientific theories. They are based on the unsupported assumption that catastrophic global warming follows from the burning of fossil fuel and requires immediate action. We do not agree. Those who have signed the letter represent the overwhelming majority of climate change scientists in the United States, of whom there are about 60. Make Michael and Haynes quoted the 1995 report of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is widely believed to prove that climate change induced by humans has occurred. The original document did not say this. What happened was that the Policymakers' summary, which became the take-home message for politicians, altered the conclusions of the scientists. 
This led Dr. Seitz, former head of the United States National Academy of Sciences, to write, in more than 60 years as a member of the American scientific community, I have never witnessed a more disturbing corruption of the peer review process and the events that led to this IPCC report. Policymaking should be guided by proved fact, not speculation. Most members of the panel believe that current climate models do not accurately portray the atmosphere-ocean system. Measurements made by means of satellites show no global warning but a cooling of 13 degrees Celsius between 79 and 94. Furthermore, since the theory of global warming <coughs> assumes maximum warming at the pole, why have average temperatures in the Arctic dropped by 0.88 degrees Celsius over the past 30 years, 50 years. The overwhelming majority of the site said something that I researched, said something like, truth, the earth is warming. The global average temp surface temperature increased about 0.6 degrees Celsius over the 20th century. Hmm. So who is telling the truth? Egad, that is impossible to determine due to the media and government being corrupt and chasing the big money associated with the climate industry and, of course, partisan concerns. Don't you just wish that we could get the plain tr truth, plain and simple? <coughs> Excuse me. No matter whether one stands with my friend in California and her assessment or the media and government's take on it or the climatologists of the country, I have come to believe that no one knows for sure aside from God. One thing of which I am dead certain is that the United States is not the major culprit of creating air pollution. If you disbelieve that, I urge you to hop on a plane and fly to Beijing or Mumbai, India. You will start encountering heavy, thick, greenish-gray smog hundreds of miles out in the ocean prior to your arrival. And then take a short stroll down the street when you get there and you'll be covered in soot and your eyes will be burning within a few blocks. Air pollution is a much larger problem for countries outside the United States. There is also a spiritual explanation for the strange occurrences we are seeing having to do with increased frequency. Not many want to discuss the end times drawing nigh, but the Bible states that the Bible will come to the brink of human annihilation before Jesus Christ returns to save us from ourselves. When Jesus' disciples asked about what would happen at the end of 
the age of man's rule, part of his answer was, for then there will be great tribulation such as not been seen since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor shall ever be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Matthew 24, 21, and 22. The Bible prophesies of many events that will occur at the end times. These events can be categorized as natural signs, spiritual signs, sociological signs, technological signs, and political signs. We can look to what the Bible says about these things, and if the signs are present in abundance, we can be certain that we are, in fact, living in the end times. They are present and in abundance, as I write this. Luke 21.11 lists some of the natural signs that will occur before Jesus' second coming. There will be great earthquakes, famines, pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. While we shouldn't interpret every natural disaster as a sign of the end times, an increase in natural disasters seems to be a warm-up to what is coming next. Birth pangs, as Jesus called them in Matthew 24, 8. The Bible lists both net positive and negative spiritual signs. In 2 Timothy 4, 3, we discover that many people will follow false teachers. We see now an increase in cultic groups, heresy, deception, and occultism with many choosing to follow New Age or pagan religion. On the positive side, Joel, in 2.28, prophesies there will be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Joel's prophecy was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost, and we're still seeing the effects of that outpouring and revivals. <clears throat> 